You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Rated PG-13. E-S-N-Y. <laughs> What up? Welcome back. Episode of 116 of the Wide Right Podcast. As always, we are your hosts, Ryan Honey and Robert Lettinen. Uh, podcast brought to you by Elite Sports New York and Elite Sports Radio Network. Summer rolls on. We still got two weeks, uh, just about two weeks or a week and a half rather, until the Giants take on the Tennessee Titans in week one, as well as the Jets taking on the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, Giants will be in Tennessee for that game. Jets home game, right? J- uh, Robbie, home game for the Jets week one? Uh, yeah, I think so. so. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think they're home. I think they're home against Baltimore. I could totally be wrong, but, uh, yeah, we still got a week and a half, but preseason, uh, over regular season about to begin. First game is September 8th, the season opener bills at Rams, uh, and the rosters have now been trimmed to 53. So now all of a sudden, you know, Sunday you have 80 giants and jets take on, uh, face each other at MetLife Stadium for the preseason finale. Uh, Chris Strebler, another fucking, what, what was that, his third of the preseason, the uh, final drive. Comeback, the come, final come drive, yeah. yeah. Another uh, come-from-behind win for the Jets in the preseason, but preseason has concluded. Rosters are now at 53 instead of the previous 80 players. So it's a, you know, pretty, I mean, obviously it's, it's a full team. But it's a pretty significant difference when you're talking about like when you see these reports every day, these articles written, uh, you know, on the radio, you hear about these guys, there's 80 guys you're covering and all of a sudden it's 53 and it almost makes it seem like the 53 is nothing. But yeah, it's still not, you know, it's called the 53 man roster, but you can't be fooled by that sentiment because it's the initial 53 man roster. Like it's there's still multiple moves to be made to find the best 53 guys for each team's season opener, uh, including uh, the Jets with Denzel Mims and the Giants with Darius Slayton, either of whom has not been traded. Denzel Mims has requested a trade. Uh, Darius Slayton has not necessarily requested a trade, but he understands that he's all but out of New York. He understands the situation. He understands he's been buried in the depth chart with the moves with Kenny Galladay and Kadarius Tony, Wando Robinson, uh, bringing back Sterling Shepard on a restructured deal, even though he just tore his Achilles eight months ago. He knows he's buried on the depth chart. He knows he hasn't performed, and he knows he has no special teams value. He knows he's on his way out. He literally made the joke yesterday with a reporter. He told the reporter, he's like, if the Rams called and said we're trading Aaron Donald for Darius Slayton, I'd make that trade. So he understands, and he's relaxed enough to make a wisecrack about it. Like He, he, he gets it. Um, but neither team has yet to trade uh, either of those guys. So as of Wednesday night, August 31st, 11 days before the season opener, both Darius Slayton and Denzel Mims are on the Giants and Jets roster. Now, I think 
It could happen by early tomorrow. Obviously, there's no deadline. I, there is a trade deadline, but it's that's irrelevant right now because it's two months away. Uh, but I think you know they're on the team now. They either made their their respective initial 53 man roster. That's not a surprise because they need either team needs to hold out hope that they can find the trade partner. I think you're getting more from Mims though. I'm going to be honest with you. Yeah, I also agree. I mean, definitely the. Uh... The, the game against the Giants may have helped raise his stock just a little bit um, with, you know, the seven catches, 100-something yards, and uh, the You know touchdown. they were showcasing him. Yeah, they were That's definitely That's why they had him. There, yeah. I mean, we talked about this before, but, you know, you brought up a good point saying that, you know, the Jets only brought six receivers, and obviously, like you said, they could bring somebody up, but it, it's definitely not a foregone conclusion that the Jets are trading him. I think that it's possible that they end up trying to hold on to him, especially with injury concerns I don't know how comfortable they would be with you know if one guy was to get injured you know and say we trade him we're down to six one guy gets injured then you basically are looking at you had to call somebody up from the practice squad do they trust anyone you know that much to call right. him up I mean I know they're not gonna play that much but still you know between yeah but you, you know, know they have you're spending you're using a, a one of your 53 spots on a guy like you're hoping yeah. he could bring some sort of value you know, whether yeah. that be on special teams or, you know, whatever it might be. Yeah. yeah any, so. And plus, like, you know, especially with this, the Jets receiving corps, and it's the same thing with the Giants receiving corps as well. Both of these receiving units are very, very injury prone. You know, Corey Davis didn't last the entire season last year. Elijah, um, Elijah Moore didn't play 17 games. And then you got, you know, uh, Galladay had his injuries issues and he's got a couple other issues as well, you, you know. It was awful preseason, slow preseason. That was that one play against the Jets where it didn't even look like he yeah. was doing anything. The one that yeah, went we viral didn't on block Twitter. anybody. Yeah, didn't yeah, block anybody. Block. So you got that uh, Galladay who can't stay on the field and is not worth the contract he's making. The contract he's getting paid rather. Kadarius Tony can't stay on the field. Sterling Shepard obviously. So these are two receiving corps that are very injury prone. Yeah. So if you're gonna bring a, if you're gonna trade Mims and you're gonna bring a guy up from the practice squad. To fulfill that six receiver spot, he better be ready to go because there's no guaranteeing this is for either team. There's no guaranteeing the number one's going to stay healthy or the two or three because it hasn't. They haven't been. So um, but I think the thing about like either situation, though, is it's the opposite almost. So like with the Jets, Mims wants out, but the Jets haven't really, at least to my knowledge, haven't like publicly made any sort of birth any sort of idea that they're going to do it but meanwhile with the giants slayton sounds like you know he would be willing to stay he's not the one requesting a trade but the giants know they have to do it because yeah. also with slayton if they get rid of him it saves two and a half million dollars against the cap um in cap space and i checked spot track earlier and the giants even after all the cuts are half a million dollars over the cap not surprising so, and which is last in the league, obviously, because yeah. why wouldn't it be? So he, the Giants, he know he he's probably willing to stay. He's not requesting a trade, or at least he publicly hasn't requested or demanded a trade. But the Giants know they have to get rid of him. So it's sort of the opposite. Problem is, Giants have no leverage at all. Yeah, I, the Jets might have a little bit with Mims, um, because there are still two years on his rookie deal. But yeah. Slayton's in the last year of his rookie deal. It's the most expensive one. Uh, and uh, he hasn't been great since his rookie year. 
And it's not like he was great as rookie year. I mean, he was a good rookie receiver. He was productive, had eight touchdowns, developed a rapport all year with Daniel Jones, which looked great initially because they were part of the same draft class. It looked like, oh, they got, you know, the next quarterback receiver connection. Hopefully it works out for years to come. Obviously it hasn't for either of them. But he hasn't produced much since 2019. He's a number three receiver at best. He has no special teams value, really. And uh, everyone knows that the Giants are in a disastrous cap situation and they need the money that they can save. And so they'd be like, okay, you're giving us, we're giving you this for Darius Slayton. You don't like it? Fine. You can just cut him and not get anything. Yeah. They know they have to try to trade him or at least try until the very second to trade him. So the Giants have zero leverage. They're going to. They really have to. They're going to get a seventh round pick for him. Um, I'd say sixth or seventh round. I'm leaning more towards leaning more towards seven just because of all the reasons I said why the Giants don't have any leverage. Um, Mims, I could see like maybe a sixth. Yeah. Because he's another one that doesn't have much special teams value. That's the problem. But you forgot the Joe Douglas effect. So like that is true. Fucking fourth round somehow. I know. I can't believe like. Joe Douglas now has 11 of his guys claimed uh, 11 of the guys that he's, he caught uh, have yeah. been claimed on waivers yeah. by other teams. Yeah. That's even a huge, the, even the people that were cut before the huge cut began with, like there's people yeah. from a few days ago that were cut. I know that were, that were added. And I mean, some of them, like you can just attribute to the fact that they're veterans and people want huh. guys like that yeah. just to kind of have that veteran presence and like kind of the know how to help rookies. But yeah, eleven people. That is absolutely crazy. Yeah, I I was actually I was when I saw Jason Pinnock, uh got cut. I was about to quote tweet it and say uh, and tag the Giants, and uh, I don't know why I forgot to do it. And then like he, I, I was pissed because I would have predicted it. Yeah, he would have. I, uh, I didn't. I did not like how they cut him. I don't see why Ashton Davis is still on the yeah, team. Yeah, and they cut and they kept Ashton Davis, yeah. <laughs> I think they should have cut Davis. And like people are, and like I guess they cuz I think Salah got the question today like kind of like why is Ashton Davis still on the team? <laughs> it wasn't maybe directly like that, but that was the question was about. Probably wasn't direct. I didn't see it though. Yeah, but I just saw like the response saying that like Ashton Davis has, you know, like the has a good heart, he's competitive all this stuff and like he, you know, presents a lot of value on special teams. And I was just like, the thing with Ashton Davis is like, we've seen it and we know he's not going to be a starting safety for us. Or if he is, like, we're looking really bad at safety. Um, so I'd rather take a shot on a guy like Pinnock, who, like, could eventually maybe next year yeah. or the year after be like that starter. Because the, the jury's out on Ashton Davis. He's not, he's not a starting caliber player. Maybe he's a really good special teams player. Cool. But, like, you know, I don't really I th- care I just like, think- that much about that. The only reason he was a third rounder was because he had a ton of upside coming out. Yeah. I mean, he was well, like a, he was an all American track runner. Yeah, he had a yeah. ton of speed. He had a ton of athleticism. Joe Douglas thought uh, that you know the that current coaching staff in 2020, um, your boy Adam Gase uh, yeah. and uh, Greg Williams would have sort of de- used that widespread skill set to develop him into at least something. Yeah. Um, whether that be, you know, whether that be either safety spot, whether that be, you know, a nickel safety or, um, slot corner, like, you know, it, it, they figured with that type of athleticism and that upside, they can make them into something, but they just haven't. And, uh, yeah, you know, it's, you know it, it was, it was a failed experiment. 
It's been a failed experiment. Now will it and continue really, to fail? You know, I don't I'm, know. I don't really think there's like you know. I think it was a good shot. Like they took a chance, and if it worked out, it would have been great. And at the end of the day, yeah. But at the end of the day, like I don't want them like holding on to this guy just because, you know. I mean, hey, if they really think Pinnock's not the guy, then I'm gonna trust their judgment over myself. However, like yeah. if they're just keeping this guy around because they still think it's gonna work, it's like it's been what three years now. Or this is year three for him. Like yeah, yeah, it's 2020. You know, yeah, so it's like, you know, at this point, you know what he is. And, like, I get he's a good special teams person, but, like, is he going to take special teams person money? Like, really low, like, you know, when we eventually go mm. to extend him if we do. Um, so, I don't know. It's kind of interesting. I that, That's probably the big one. There's going to be a lot of people out there that are like, I can't believe they cut Streveler. Are you kidding me? He looks so good. I mean, yes. <laughs> Did he play well? Yeah. But you also have to remember he was going in the fourth quarter of games or the third quarter of games, like yeah. wasn't playing against good defenses. Like, yes, he played well. I'm not going to talk smack about that. But like the Jets are not carrying four quarterbacks. And yeah, Flacco is the starter for now. Zach is Dude, obviously teams don't Zach. even teams don't even carry three, three. Yeah. Giants have two. Everyone people were there was like some belief that Davis Webb was going to make the Giants roster as the third quarterback. And I just never – I was like, they're not going to keep three quarterbacks. Like, if you well, want to – really only keeping three because Zach's injured right now. It's, well, yeah, exactly. But, like, you know, if you want to keep two on the active roster, like, say, Jones and Tyrod Taylor, and then keep Davis Webb on the practice squad if you need him, that's fine. Yeah. Because it's a lot easier to – it's a lot easier to elevate practice squad players now with their most recent CBA because you – you used to have to uh, elevate him from the practice squad, and if you wanted to send him down, you had to cut him, make sure he cleared waivers, and then you re-signed him to the practice squad. Now you could elevate a practice squad player and then send them down three times. And, yeah. after, and then in the third time, you have to cut him, and then if he clears waivers, and then I don't know if it, I forget if it was sets. I got to look that up. But yeah, uh, yeah, I mean, but the, the problem is the Jets have, you know, Whitehead and Joyner. Ashton Davis and Tony Adams. Like, they, they can't – they couldn't keep five. They couldn't keep five no. safeties. They had to get one. Plus, you have another – you know, there's only so many spots. Plus, you have another six corners. Yep. The Giants had – after when the initial 53-man roster was set, the Giants had eight total defensive backs. Yeah, they, they had, had ten. Yeah, they had five corners. Five corners, that's it. And um, three safeties. Well, the Jets have also, six corners, but Justin Hardy's one of them. So like, yeah, Justin Hardy's the yeah. I mean, he's, he's a special, just, he's special teamer. He's a good special yeah. team. So very Big good. Time. Captain, right? Probably special teams captain. Yeah, yeah. Giant, dude. The Giants That's, have ten captains. I don't. Do, do That's they, a lot. Jets even name them yet? I think so. I mean, that wasn't yesterday, or probably not. I don't know. I, I mean, it was just see. it was for the Giants. No, I don't. I just I just looked up Jets captains, and it just says from last year. Yeah, so they must have not named him yet. I assume Zach like, Wilson was a captain last year in his rookie year. Yeah, yeah. it's pretty wild. I don't. I anyway. I think I totally knew that. Maybe I just I totally forgot. But um, do you have to look at like the number of defensive linemen <laughs> that are listed on this? <laughs> Dude, there's like the Jets have a count. lot. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Yeah, they have eleven listed defensive linemen or defensive end on the uh, on the roster. That's how you know Salo wants to rebuild that uh, – wants to replicate that line he had in San Francisco. Yeah. Where he just yeah, has I mean, like, so much There's nothing, depth. like, too surprising. Like, 
obviously like the guys that were gonna make it: JFM, Solomon Thomas, Quinn Williams, Nathan Shepard, maybe. Nathan Shepard, like and Vinny yeah, Curry. Vinny Curry. They they liked Curry a lot, so like I'm not surprised he's there. And then yeah. Huff, Johnson, and Clemens. Those are like I mean Clemens was had a very good preseason. So. Oh yeah, dude. So, Clemens destroyed Tyrod Taylor. Oh yeah, he fucked him up bad. Clean hit too. Head. Clean hit. Yeah, yeah, he didn't drive him, and he rolled right off of him. Did everything right. It was a new crazy hit. But yeah, so yeah. I mean, yeah, they got a lot of D, D, D linemen, which you know is fair. They don't they don't have like a, a a shocking amount of O linemen, but I guess you know you really only need one like per. You got you got a tackle. You got. I mean, the guys they kept, I, the guys I kept, I knew they were gonna keep. Like yeah, Brown are starters. Uh, I mean, I, you knew Max Mitchell was gonna make the team because he was one of their draft picks, but you thought maybe another one of them would have made the team as well. Yeah. Like Chuma or, you know, obviously McDermott didn't really have a shot because he got hurt and he just has not yeah. been, you know, consistent. Uh, Herbig and Feeney, yeah, I saw them making it as reserves. Uh, yeah, and then the rest are starters. Vera Tucker and Tomlinson are starters. Yeah. Yeah. And, and Connor McGovern. But, I don't want to yeah. say a big shock, but like a more of like, I think he performed well in the preseason, but Lawrence Kager coming over as a tight end. He made it, yeah. um, which is which is awesome to say because I I always liked him a lot, um, and he had a really good preseason, so it's not it's not a surprise. Yeah. Um, but him and Rucker, I mean, I mean obviously Rucker was going to make it, but you know, I mean, all those three guys were locks, like Uzama, Conklin, and Rucker are all locks. Like that was obvious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, I I went back and forth. Two year deal. Uzama, no, nah. I think they were both. I think Uzama was a three year. Uh, yeah. Oh, you yeah. Yeah, three-year, $24 million deal. I know it was definitely a multi-year deal. He was good enough last year to yeah, render that. Yeah. Conklin was also a three-year deal. I like Conklin, um, though. I think a lot of people are yeah. shocked when Conklin is, like, the number one tight end for the Jets, and it's not Uzama. Dude, I was shocked. I, with, I was you should, The number one tight end for the Giants is their fourth-round rookie. Yeah, Daniel Bellinger. Yeah, I thought it was going to be um, Ricky Seals-Jones. And then they signed oh, Jordan, yeah. Jordan, uh, Jordan Akins, who was with Houston the last uh, previously. And then, um, you know, they draft Bellinger. And I'm like, yeah, the Bellinger will make the team because he's a fourth round pick. But like one of those two guys, Ricky Seals Jones or Akins, is going to be the starter. And then Ricky Seals Jones is misses like nine practices in a row. Nobody knows why. Every week, every day it's reported as a mystery. Like the Giants aren't revealing anything. Then they reveal it to be a toe, I believe, and then they put him on IR before the end of train end of preseason, so he's out for Yeah. And then uh multiple other guys uh either got hurt or cut. So now all like Daniel Bellinger is the starting tight end, which I just did not see from the beginning. And all of a sudden training camp it rolls on and you're like Oh, this is real. <laughs> you oh, see everything that's happened. you see everything that's reported, and it's always so positive Bellinger and not so positive Ricky Seals Jones, and you're like, oh yeah, okay, they're oh, yeah. <laughs> they're really depleted at tight end. If I think their top two guys are now not playing at all this year, yeah, um, yeah, that is that is not, definitely the, not your the Jets. The Jets have a much better uh, tight end <laughs> scenario. They have, yeah, they have at least two guys they can rely on. The Giants don't have one. Um, yeah. But uh, they really, what's up? Saying? I don't know. I was gonna say that like uh, they really like Jeff Smith. Yeah, he he did make the. It uh, didn't seem like it was much of a doubt that he was gonna make the team, at no, least from the general. No, they really really like him. Jets I mean, I population think, of Twitter. <laughs> I mean, the thing is, is like, 
who would you have kept over him, I guess, is the question. Yeah. Um, and they got everyone. They got Tariq Black, Irvin Charles, and Calvin Jackson back on the practice squad. So it's like, I think in their opinion, they didn't lose out on anybody. And they do seem to love Jess Smith. I mean, I, you know, I, I like him, but I don't know if I like them, him as much as they do. But I guess, you know, there's something about if him. Joe Doug- like. If Joe Douglas gets fired, I think it's uh, going to be because he didn't uh, keep Rashad Wild Goose. Ah, uh, Rashad Wild, well, yes. What a name. <laughs> yeah, no, seriously, we should have just kept him because of the name. What? We should have kept him just because of the name. Uh, but, um, yeah, like they – but like I said earlier, like – the Mim situation is weird because at least with the Giants, you'd be going – if you're trading Slayton, you're going from seven receivers to six. With you know, They're going to replace him, and they're going to go – but they're going to go from six to five receivers. Then they'll add one more, and then basically they're – unless they trade Mims for a receiver, their options are Tariq Black, Irvin Charles, and Calvin Jackson. Yeah, you know, so are you not strong – candidates you don't have not yet, uh, not, develop, not but. yet but i mean not for right now uh and they're in win now mode so they're not really looking to i mean this is year two with their coach and quarterback regime and it's year four with their uh general manager so they want the guys who there's a chance they could trade for another receiver like uh yeah trade mims or you know someone who is on an active roster that has been around the league because you don't you don't want to get stuck with Tariq Black, Irvin Charles, or Calvin Jackson, all of whom are either in their second year or rookie. So yeah, it, it's it makes sense to trade Mims for a receiver potentially. I don't know if he will. He you know, it's Douglas. He may. I mean, I, Doug, I think it's a. He it's may a understand. Then people are leading on like people think well, it's a foregone conclusion. I told you that last week. Like I think they should trade him, but you know. It, it wouldn't – if they kept him, it wouldn't be an absolute, like, travesty or an absolute surprise. Like, it doesn't seem they, – they've raved about him the entire summer. Yeah. They've said nothing but nice things. I mean, that could just, just be the Jets feeding everybody BS and there's stuff behind the scenes that we don't know about, which is, you know – has happened before, which happens yeah. all the time in the league. You know, the, the 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 PR is good, but what's actually going on is different. Uh, so that's a possibility. But I mean, it just seems like they've said all the right things about him, and yeah. I think I think they respect and Salah respects that. You know, Mims isn't Mims isn't coming out and saying I can't stand Salah, I can't stand Douglas, I can't stand Zach. He's not talking shit about the team. He no, just wants no. to start. And he knows, and he's smart enough to know that, like Darius Slayton, he's been buried on the depth chart. Because when yeah. you're signing Corey Davis after you're drafting him, and you're drafting Elijah Moore after him, and you're drafting Garrett Wilson, and you're re-signing Braxton Berrios, every single move that happens in that receiver room pushes him lower and lower on the totem pole. Yeah. So he, you know, he he wants to play, and I think they respect that. I think Salah respects that. I think Salah is like, yeah, you should want to play. Um, yeah, you should want to be in the uh, in a position to get playing time. And he's knows he's smart enough to know that it might not be it here. But yeah, uh, yeah, I, 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 I just know that they're one of them. We're talking about if they trade him, what they could get. And I just know, like, between the time when this ends and then I upload this, there's oh, going to happen. Yeah, it's going to be a Mims for Slayton swap. <laughs> That's Imagine. what it's going to be. It's going to be like 
some shit that we did not expect. I mean, now I, I, I guess I, I guess I would expect it because I just say I did just say Mims can be traded for a receiver, so that receiver yeah. could be Darius. Mims Slayton. for Jamar Chase. I think that's fair. Yeah, Slayton for Aaron Donald. That's happening. Yeah. Actually. Yeah, yeah. Well, since what I was saying earlier about speaking about cuts and talk about. Like, oh yeah, that's right. Sorry. No, no, you're good. Just, just because I just I saw this when I was looking it up, and like because it's hilarious. The fact that Alex Leatherwood was cut. Oh my god. Like you're talking about a guy that you completely reached on in the first round. Like, I mean, they got berated. Yeah. Berated for that pick, and mm. rightfully so because it was a huge reach, and then you cut him. Like, I mean, that's such a bad look. That is such a bad look. There was a stat I saw on Twitter yesterday not a stat but like just about like the raiders draft picks from the last three years how all of them, oh yeah none of them have panned out it, uh i have to see well in 2019 it was what john abrams mm-hmm. jo- uh, josh jacobs and somebody else and they all had their uh fifth year option decline yeah their fifth year options were declined yeah they drafted Ruggs. three guys in that first round yeah because they yep, weren't they, they weren't it was gruden's first year they were terrible and then yeah. and then they made some moves, but uh. And then it was what? Then they drafted Leatherwood, Rugs, and somebody else, and they're all uh, now no longer on the team. Damon Ar- Cut, uh, Ruggs, Damon Arnett. Damon Arnett, yeah. Mm, yeah. Who had his issues, and then mm. Rugs obviously. Wasn't he waving uh? Wasn't he waving uh a gun, gun on Instagram them. live? Yeah. Yeah. That was it. Yeah. That that was only like a couple weeks after the Rugs um uh what happened with Edward, yeah. uh, the Rugs uh. You know, drunken driving car accident like that. That yeah. was only a couple weeks after. Um, it's kind of crazy to think what that team could have been if it was if they could have actually made like good picks. Like if you like, I, I won't I won't go out and say that Josh Jacobs was a bad pick. Um, but I mean, like you go back and you think about what they could have done instead. It's mm-hmm. I mean, Ruggs was picked over. Well, Ruggs was the number one wide receiver off the board. You're talking about over guys like CD. Was that CD easier? Yeah. Uh, right. yeah. Mm-hmm. CD Jefferson. and Judy and um Jerry Judy. Judy and Judy and 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 Rager who got traded. <laughs> Rager was right. Be- Rager was right before Justin Jefferson too. And there's that viral video that that resurfaced uh, yep. today where the Viking staff on Zoom because that was the virtual draft um was uh like laughing at the pick. Yeah. I don't know if they were specifically laughing at. Th- them taking Rager, or they were laughing because they were like excited that like their guy fell to them. Because obviously the the Eagles need a receiver too, so like the Vikings are probably like, you know, worried as fuck that like they're gonna get they weren't gonna get Justin Jefferson. Yeah, so, probably could have been excited laughter. But I found that so Raiders uh, first round picks. Yeah, yeah, Abram, Jacobs, uh, Cleveland Farrell in 2019, Damon Arnett, Henry Ruggs in 2020, Alex Leatherwood in 2021. Yeah, that's like terrible. That's, yeah, that's really bad. awful drafting. Um, yeah, I mean, you you could have think you say you talk about the, that that team's draft picks. Just think of what they could have been last year without all of the off field issues. Because you had Gruden in Rugs. his situation, then Rugs, yep. Damon Arnett, and through it all, they still made the postseason. Derek, that's why I. You know, that's why I think Derek Carr is a top 10 quarterback, if we're going to be honest. I think he's 10, though. Yeah, that's fair. 10. Yep. yep. Still 10. I'm not going any yep. higher. He's just 10. Um, I am not going to go through top you got 10 him quarterbacks or Kyler. right now. <laughs> I'm taking Kyler. 
I had to I had to pick between Lamar and Kyler. What's that? What, what's that look for? You take you well, take no, no, Derek no. Carr over Kyler? No, 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 no. I'm not saying that. I'm just more like I know we said we're not going to go over top five. I'm just more concerned about who because I feel like one to five is pretty set for most people, and in some specific order, it's. Mahomes, Are you worried about Brady. Kyler's work ethic? No, I'm I'm not saying anything about it's not it's not something bad about Kyler. It's I'm wondering if Dak's in there. Yeah, of course. And Lamar's in there. Yes. You talking in top five? No, 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 no just, just oh, in top the top 10. ten. Yeah, they're both. So, in there. How the hell can you make your top ten and have all these people in there? It's like you usually have to cut one or the other. Like you have to cut somebody out, and you're not doing it. I've like, only named three people. I know, but okay, so top five is like most people will say some. Or, I feel like top I seven is usually where people. Top five, can I say? No yeah, particular yeah, order yeah. right now. Yeah, I'll figure yeah. it out at some point. I'll Mahomes, yeah. Mahomes, Rogers, yeah. yep. um, Allen, yep, Herbert, yep, Brady. Okay, yeah, that's fair. Brady's watch definitely out, in there. Watch out for the Burrow fanboys coming at us saying he's not, uh, <laughs> he's not top five, and that, and then we ranked Herbert over him. Can I put Burrow like eleven? No. No, nah, I'll put him in ten. I'll you put him Burrow in. at ten. I'll put him in ten. Oh, I thought you were going to say add No, 10. Cars 10. I said Cars car, 10 is reserved for Cars. Okay, so okay, so then 6. Wait, there's no way you fit everybody in. Six, yes, I did. You you have to put Bur- you you have to put Burrow in the top 10. Can I name 10? Have- Can I name 10? Yeah, okay. Mahomes, Rodgers, Brady, Josh Allen, who's the fifth? I said Herbert. Herbert. Okay. Um Lamar Jackson, Kyler, okay. Burrow, okay. Carr. I'm not missing anybody, am I? Stafford. So, you, so Dak isn't in your top ten. Oh wait, uh, Dak. You're right. It Dak. Dak. I'm taking Dak who? over Stafford. What? <laughs> I'm taking Dak over Stafford. Okay, maybe, may, maybe. Yeah, I know. That seems very good though. Don't forget. I feel like the people on the cusp are usually Carr, Dak. Yes, Carr is always on the cusp. I think it's no, Carr. Kyler's in. Kyler's in it for me. I just don't know where. I don't. I don't. It's not a work ethic thing. It clearly is an issue though. Like you can't deny the fact that there's some issue with it in some regard because yeah, like there's, there's no there's no way they put it in the contract and have it not be an issue. But I don't I'm not saying that's an issue. Um more yeah. so that like I don't like it's it's for me it's like hard to like put him like I can't put him over Stafford. Stafford just won. Like I can't put him over Burrow because Burrow just like I don't wanna say brought his team completely, but he carried that team pretty hard. Mm-hmm. Um Lamar's easy top ten. Like I hate that people that are like debating whether or not he's top ten. I took Lamar um, in Tennessee. Yeah. Well, oh, I gotta read you my team, dude. I drafted. Okay, you, you, I, I had my first draft the other night. But keep right, going, you, keep going. In a minute. Okay. Yeah. So I don't know. I so my top five are the same, in no particular order. But then after that, it's like you got Lamar. You got like I would have. To, I have to put Lamar. I have to put Stafford, Burrow. So there's eight. It's like hard. It's like do 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 I put Carr in the in in the top ten? Are I you like putting are you are you putting are you putting Russ in there too? I'm not. Ooh, that I forgot about Russ. Dude, Russ was in my top five as early as recent as like last year. That's because halfway through like, 2020 he was like absurd. We thought I he was like going to win the MVP by a country I mean, mile. The problem is, is like like we like he didn't really play last year and like a new team and all that. So it's like he hasn't been consistently kinda, good since midway through 2020. If we're being honest. Yeah. But like even uh, him, like not being consistently good, he was still better than a lot of people. So I feel like, Ooh, that's awesome. But 
I mean, that's tough though too. Like, I mean, there's a lot of people that like you could easily see slip into that top ten. Dude, you have like to... Russ is one of them. Yeah. Um. So, I mean, obviously, then there's rookies and uh, no, you know other uh-huh. people that can kind of surprise. No. No, I mean, I mean I'm not Josh putting Allen any went rookies. From like a bottom fifteen quarterback to a top five in like a year. So he was at bottom fifteen. You think he was like horrendous? Bro, he never he didn't throw over 200 passing yards in his first two seasons in the NFL. And you're gonna tell me that guy is not somewhere between 17 and 32? You're gonna be honest. You're gonna dead ass like me in the Whatever, face and dude, say that. There's the no way. I'm not saying that he was like he wasn't developed enough yet. And then obviously he got developed enough, and then he was what you know ended up becoming oh, you yeah. know who he is today. I'm just saying like he was definitely not anywhere close to the top 10, and then he was top five in the season. Right. Like so. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, that's like there's a like you, Russ could easily slip into the top ten. Um, I don't. I'm not high on Denver. I'm gonna be completely honest with you. I just don't think he has. But he's been consistently good since midway through the 2020 season. Um, finally showed he's not. Uh, oh, we have a tweet. Okay. We have a tweet from Connor Hughes. Connor Hughes said the Vikings, Cowboys, Seahawks along with the Panthers, called the Jets about trading for wide receiver Denzel Mims. The Jets' asking price was a fourth-round pick. No team was willing to offer that, so the Jets kept Mims. Fair enough. I told you I like the, the magic of, of Joe Douglas. And you, you, you see what's going to happen is someone's going to get injured, and he's just holding on to that hope. Where, like, That's what the Niners the are doing. That's injured. what the Niners are doing with uh, Garoppolo. Yeah, yeah. All right, read me your fantasy team. And I'll read you my – we'll go one for one. So we'll do position by position. So, like, I'm assuming it's a normal no, setup. No, I'll, like, I'll just go down the line, and then okay, you can go so down you, the line. Okay. Yes, yeah, so it's a normal setup. It's okay, it's standard okay, PPR. Okay, okay, okay. Good. good. Lamar, Mike Evans, Mike Williams, Jonathan Taylor, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, Mark Andrews, okay. Robert Woods. Uh, okay. Ryan Suckup, Tampa Bay kicker, Dallas yep. defense. Okay. And then benches – Gabriel Davis, Rashad Penny, okay. Kirk Cousins, Tyler Higby, Rondell Moore, and Khalil Herbert. Dude, I've had Mike Williams in, in the WR2 slot, I think, at least three years in a row. I, he's so inconsistent, it blows my mind. I know, but he's like a WR2 staple. Like how Tyler Boyd is a, Tyler Boyd is a flex staple. Yeah. Yeah, and how, yeah, okay. how, how Rondell Moore has become a bench staple for me. Yeah, yeah. He's the guy that everyone thinks is going to break out on Dublin. Yeah, because he's so fast. Um, yeah. Rashad Penny is like okay. Cousins will I be like a good. Cousins Cousins will be a good backup for me. Yeah, I I trust fair. I trust Cousins to be there. I like Cousins a lot. Yeah, so do I. Um, it's gonna depend on who he's playing though. Lamar yeah. Lamar against Sauce Week One. Uh oh. Yeah. Yeah. Watch out. All right. What's up with your team? Right, so we got Lamar. You don't 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 read all thirty of no, your no, teams. No, this is this isn't a. Oh yeah yeah no no. no. This is my one redraft league that, or not okay. one of, it's one of mine. Okay. So we got Lamar. So tag team with that one. Joe Mixon, uh, RB1. Okay. RB2, we got Travis Etienne. Um, wide Etienne. receiver one, we got Stefan Diggs. So I went Mixon Diggs because okay. I had the 110 and the 2-1. Uh, okay. Wide receiver two, I'm, you know, hoping uh, plays a little bit better than his projections. Amari Cooper, who I love. I think he's a great player. Who? Um, Amari Cooper. Oh, Amari Cooper. Yeah, yeah. Uh, tight end. We got. I thought you PJ said Cooper. Hawkinson. I thought you said. No, I thought you said. I, I was it. like, you mean you mean cops in your WR two? <laughs> I wish I had Cooper Cup. That would be absurd. But yeah, no. We got Amari Cooper, TJ Hawkinson in the tight end. 
flex is going to be kind of like whoever I think has a good matchup that week. Um, so I'll just read you like my, my flex, my flex and bench options. I got JK Dobbins, Drake London, Kenneth Gainwell, Brees Hall, Elijah Moore, Kadarius, Tony, and Traylon Burks. Ooh, yeah, I got your Tony. boy Kadarius, got my boy Elijah and Brees. Um, okay. My kicker is Daniel Carlson, the Vegas yeah. kicker who, uh, who was the number one kicker last year. Oh, dude, he's Carlson. He's very great. good. And I, I picked him just because I saw that and I was like, cool. I don't really care about the kickers that much. And then my defense, I'm actually, I'm doing like, a sh- I'm shotgunning defenses basically, meaning that like every week I'm going to see who's the best one on the waiver wire and just pick them up and play them. Oh, yeah. Um, so this week, so so I have uh, Tennessee Titans defense <laughs> who are <laughs> playing the Giants. So Good call. Yeah, I mean, I was, I was between them and I don't think the Broncos, I think someone picked up, I don't know, someone has a, so I'm between them and the Broncos. Because the Broncos are playing the the Seahawks, so it's like, and I think the Broncos have a good defense, so I may go with the Broncos instead. But I'm kind of in between those two, like Geno Smith, and you know, going up against that defense versus Daniel Jones going up against the Titans. Exactly. So no, I don't blame you. I don't blame you. I mean, if any, especially early in the year, um, any defense going against the Giants is, you know, could be a they, that that thought offense is going to need time to gel. There's new yeah. pieces on the offensive line. Um, it's a new play caller, new system. So it's some, some, and as I've said multiple times before, a, a lot of these guys are prone to injury, not just the receivers, but so is Saquon and so is Daniel Jones. And so it's, yeah. it's always the offensive line. We know that. I mean, we, we talk about the great season Andrew Thomas had last year and he did have a great season. I mean, he's that he wasn't an elite left tackle, but he definitely took a major no, was, step forward was, from year was, one to two. He was a solid left tackle. Yeah, he's a solid. He showed he could start at that position. But yeah. even at the same time, he he missed three or four games. I think he yeah. missed and, um, and you have to remember his rookie year was not impressive. His four games. He played yeah. every game. He played every game uh his rookie year, except he didn't start one because he was late for like the Saturday night meeting the, game, the day before the game. And so Joe Judge, Joe Judge decided to make an example out of him and started Joe the Judge other. Being the absolute, you know, great, <laughs> great coach that he is. Joe Judge tried to make a statement by starting the other rookie tackle, Matthew Parrott, the third rounder out of UConn, giving him his first action, <laughs> starting action at left tackle. Yeah, but he played. He he missed four games last year, so he's prone to injury. You don't know what you know. Ever Neal, it's it's like all draft picks. It's boom or bust. So it's yep. you know it's this offense is gonna need time to gel. So any defense going against the Giants, maybe for the entire year, could be beneficial. I don't know. Yeah, I, 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 it's just it's just one of those offenses that's doomed. Daniel Jones is doomed. He's in a make or yeah, break year doomed. with. A wide receiving corpse that has as many question marks as any wide receiving corpse in this league. Yeah. And, Speaking of someone else that's doomed, I was actually it was fantasy related as well because I was talking to someone about yeah. this. Davis Mills. I, you know, I like Davis Mills a lot, but I think he is screwed. Like, I don't think, like, I just don't see him being the starting quarterback for the Texans next year. I don't see it. No, I, I don't. don't I just listen. They they didn't draft him high, so they obviously don't have a lot of faith in him like they obviously took him because they saw upside but I mean I think you have to be a little bit honest with like where they're going to be picking next year and they don't have like I'm looking at the schedule now they don't have an easy schedule they go up against Colts week one who you know maybe last year a Carson Wentz could have been a win but I don't see it with Matt Ryan now they have the Broncos that's a loss they have the Bears they could win that to be fair 
They have the Chargers. That's a loss. The Jags, I think, are going to be a lot better this year. I think that's a loss. Raiders lost. Titans lost. Eagles lost. Giants could be a win. Commanders, maybe. Dolphins lost. Browns, well, we all know what that game is. Um, Cowboys lost. Chiefs lost. Titans lost. Jags lost. Colts lost. Like, they're in a tough division. They're most likely, at best case, they come out with, like, five wins. But most likely, you're going to end with two or three. And then, Uh you know, when they're picking in the top three and they're staring at Bryce Young and C.J. Stroud, I'm not really sure that they're going to say, oh, yeah, like, we want Davis Mills as our quarterback. I and I like him, and I'm not, like, talking smack because I actually think he's better than a lot of people. However, I just don't see a world in where the Texans decide to go with him over someone like Bryce Young or C.J. Stroud. Or I know there's a few other quarterbacks coming out that could fly up the board. but mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, well, I think I'm the one – I think I told you – maybe last episode or a couple episodes ago, like I'm surprised they didn't make more of a move for a quarterback this year. Like it was sort of a foregone conclusion. The Texans have the number three pick, but they're not going quarterback. Yeah. No one really mocked a quarterback to them. Um, I think it's it, more it, so it to do so f- with the fact that the quarterback the class was pretty bad yeah, compared to was, the previous. Like if exactly. the Texans were in the same spot last year, it would be a completely different story. They were taking someone at three. They are taking – you know, assuming it goes one, two, Lawrence Wilson, they're probably taking Lance Fields or, or Jones. Yeah. So I mean, there was one first round quarterback in an era in which you there's like almost there's four or five, it seems, every single year. Yeah. Because, I mean, there was the five from 2018. 2019 was who? Kyler, Jones, and Dwayne Haskins. 2020 mm-hmm. was Burrow, Tua, Herbert, uh, Jordan Love, right? Um, yep. Wasn't there... I forget, was there someone in the middle, maybe? Uh, and then 2021 so. was, you know, Field, Zach, and everybody else. So I got to look that up because now I'm, like, super curious. But, yeah, so um, yeah like, it's just, I, I, I knew that the, obviously the class was terrible, but I just, they could have tried to trade back for a guy. It, it just always seemed to me like it was a foregone conclusion that they weren't going to draft a quarterback. I'm like, are, are they really just going to punt on this year? That's it? Not like they're gonna roll the dice with Davis Mills. Like it seems I like mean, this, I don't even think they feel like it's gonna last with Lovey Smith. No, no, they they I don't Is it so is it gonna be another is it gonna be a one and done and is is next year gonna be the year where you line a new GM up with a new coach and a new quarterback and you start from scratch? I think it's gotta be then, right? It, yeah. I mean it's it's pretty evident that they don't really care about this year. I mean no, they who, aren't they do they still have um that that tackle console yeah they still have console yeah. i know like at some point they were talking about trading him yeah yeah they still have so <laughs> if they trade i'm assuming they like if they're like you'll know i think i think we'll know mid-season what their plan is exactly to do with him or exactly their plan is because i wouldn't be surprised if we saw like them get halfway through the season and just get rid of like, if they get rid of Tomsell and they get rid of Brandon Cooks, like, that's clearly evident that they're like, yeah, we don't care about this year. We're just going to wait and see who's in the draft. And then, you know, Mills will either be a backup or he'll try to get out. Yeah. No, 100%. Yeah, I forgot I that Larry see a world in where they keep Davis Mills. Like, there's just... No, they Because I was actually talking to... I was talking to one of my friends in a league, a uh, dynasty league, about... I was like... Because I want to trade for Justin Jefferson on the team. Um... And it's like hard to make, you know, especially in Dynasty with how good Jefferson is. It's it's pretty difficult to make a trade for him. Um, but we weren't talking QB at all. And then I looked at his team and his team, it's a super flex league. So you start two quarterbacks. 
and he's got Trey Lance, Davis Mills, and Mariota. And I'm like, you kind of need a second run. Like, your quarterbacks are super risky because Mariota's obviously a st- uh, like a bridge quarterback. Trey Lance, we don't know what he is yet. And then Davis Mills is most likely gone in the year. So it's like, and he was like convinced that Davis Mills was going to be the guy for the Texans going forward. And I was like, all right, like, mm-hmm. hey, like everyone has their opinion, but like, look at their schedule, look at their team. Like they, he's going to play bad. They're going to play bad. And I don't think he's going to play bad necessarily, but the team's not going to win games. No, they're going to have a good shot at getting a top quarterback and they're going to take it. Mm-hmm. I forgot that Laramie Tunsil made his gas mask video into an NFT. Did he? Yeah, I forgot about that. That was like a month ago. I remember when that happened. Oh, a couple months ago. April. Yeah, it was right before the draft. Was it his, like, stepdad, like, have, like, beef with him so that to get back at him? Like, he hacked his Twitter account and posted that, like, 10 minutes before the draft? I don't even – I don't remember ever hearing why it was posted, but that was funny as hell. It was something of that nature. I I could be a little off on the details. That's unbelievable. What a story. That is like really good story. Then he became a. There was also the story that apparently like, um, like a team leaked it on purpose so that um, Belichick. So he fell. (laughs) Be surprised, honestly. (laughs) Yeah, it was Belichick. Yeah, because he dropped the thirteen. I remember he was like, he could have been a top. He projected top like five. Yeah, that was the Eli Apple draft. That was another. That was uh, (laughs) that was uh, Goff, Carson Wentz. Yeah, Goff, Wentz, Bosa. Jalen Ramsey, uh, Eli Apple, yeah. Sheldon Rankins. Oh, there you go. Right before Laramie Tunsil. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. Shaq Lawson. Do you this ever is, do this? This is all we do. This is all we do is like we just like look up. Uh, yeah, you ever see those tweets that are like guys will just sit together and read off Name names from the 2016 draft? <laughs> really, those yeah. are all totally true. Yeah, oh, no. 100%. That is what we do. There's sometimes where I can't sleep because I all of a sudden I'm like, yo, wait, who went number 14 in 2015? <laughs> do you ever, do you ever like, did you ever do that thing where like, I saw something on, uh, on, on TikTok that was like, oh, like redrafting a team for the last five years. And it's like, so you go back and like, you basically redraft everybody that they had. And like, usually like, you don't want to do the whole thing, but like the first three rounds and like, mm. you just look at some things like you just, sometimes I just look at like a Jets pick and then I look like 10 picks later and I'm like, oh, you gotta be kidding me like i mean it can get like really i think really upsetting sometimes <laughs> like i mean obviously like you have the year where the jets could have drafted you know mahomes or you know like that year was obviously like pretty depressing because we could have yeah. had mahomes um but even if you were to look at like when did mahomes get drafted was that 2018 no that was 2017 20, 2017 yeah so obviously in 2018 you see like sam Darnold was taking when there's josh allen on the board like that's a big l like even if you were to like scroll down, like let's see who who oh, the Jets traded like every pick to get. Oh, I I, I scroll down in 2016 and I see Christian Hackenberg. Oh my God, yeah, yeah. So like imagine, so let's look at 2016. I know this is just completely random, but we took Christian Hackenberg where exactly? Like at 51. the 51st pick, like 51. and like just like looking at like people like for instance you have James Bradbury who turned out to be a pretty decent player, Yannick and and Guacway, or however the hell you pronounce it. Um, Guacway, yeah. Ngakwe, like he, you know, Joe Tooney was taken late. Like, there's so many guys where it's just like you're, you keep scrolling down. Jacoby like Brissett, 91. Oh, shut up. <laughs> Justin Simmons was taken at 98. Like, he's now one of the best, if not the best, like, safeties in the league. Like, I mean, it's just like, oh, man, like the little things that could have changed, like with the Jets just picking somebody else, like, and yeah. how, how the team could look so much different. 
Blake Martinez was a fourth rounder. Dak Prescott, fourth, fourth, uh, 135. Jeez. Cardell Cardell Jones was four picks after him. Cardell Jones. Cardell Jones. (laughs) That's a national championship winning quarterback. Like, speaking on, uh, because since we were talking about them, um, the the uh the Raiders. Like how could how good could the Raiders have been if they didn't screw up so many draft picks? I know. Like, because it's not even like it's not even like the Jets where it's like, oh, you go back and it's like Quinn and Williams at three. Would I change it? Maybe, but like at least it wasn't a bad pick. Makai now, yes, but like in his rookie season and like before he got injured again, like it's like, oh, maybe I would have like, you know, maybe there's a debate for keeping him and stuff like that. But it's just like. I mean, you look at, like, how bad the Raiders have been consistently. Like, I mean, mm. like you said, like we said, we have Damon Arnett was taken at 19. Looking at that draft, people that were taken after him, you have Justin Jefferson, first of all. Like, huge one. Patrick Queen's been pretty good. Um, T. Higgins, Michael Pittman, DeAndre Swift. Like, all those guys. Like, compared to a guy that's literally not even on the team anymore. You have Jonathan Taylor, who was taken middle of the, like, like maybe early middle of the second. Um and it's just crazy to just, like, look at this. Trayvon Diggs, who I'm not the biggest fan of, but still. Like, there's so many guys that you can just look at and be like, oh, man. Like, <laughs> the team they could have had. And I know that this is probably – this is the same for, like, every team besides the Rams who don't pick. Like, ugh. It's, like, kind of upsetting to do. Yeah, the Rams, the Rams just never pick. The Rams don't have a first-round pick for, like, a while. <laughs> like, a long yeah, time. They, yeah. I forget what and, Well, they're going to be late. Like, they're going to be late, so – I forget what year exactly. Um, I remember when they traded Stafford. It was at that point. It was they hadn't had a first round pick since 2017 and weren't going to have one until 2023, I believe. So um, yeah, yeah, I don't know. But uh, 2016, who did I see? Oh, Tyreek. Yeah, Tyreek was fifth. Tyreek was late. Year. Late, yeah, late. Was, oh yeah, I remember that because that was one of the years I went back. West to, Alabama was, was 2016. West I mean, Alabama. there's go, oh, there's bound to be. I mean, hell, look at 2015. You have Jameis and Marcus Mariota that went one and two. <laughs> so right then and there, yeah, like you know that's not pretty great. crazy. It yeah, went not, after them. Amari Cooper, number four. Um, Amari at four. Leonard Thomas Williams Dallas six. Leonard Williams six. He's made Todd a good career. Kevin White at, at number nine. <laughs> Kevin White at Kevin White at seven. Kevin White, who hasn't Eric, played in Eric years. Eric is at nine. I mean, there's so many guys that you just look Devante back and like, Parker. who are these people? Nelson, Nelson Aguilar, Aguilar at taking 20. At 20. Yeah. Hey, Lincoln Tomlinson, oh, I see he turned out pretty well. Landon Collins. Oh, wait, what about, was it the year before where the Jets absolutely whiffed? Dude, which I mean, year was that? <laughs> Calvin Pryor was pretty bad in 2014. Um, dude, dude, you could go back a, a lot of the Jets' first-round picks. Yeah, going back D. a Milner. while. That's who I was looking for. 2013. Yep. D. D. Milner. Milner and mine. Oh, what an mm-hmm. absolute! You could go back. You could go back so long with the Jets' first round picks. Every I'm just year. Just trying to look like. Quentin Coples. Quentin Coples. 2012. DeAndre 2011 was. It doesn't take me that long to find because they're usually very high up on the draft. Yeah, you have to look at the first. Oh no, they were draft. 30th. No, because this was yeah, this was after this the. This was when they. Mom hit a Wilkerson. Uh, let's see, 2010, uh, oh, 2010 was, yeah, Kyle Wilson. Ugh. That, Mark Sanchez was 09, yeah, obviously. Yeah, top there five. Is, that's just, that is just brutal. Stafford was one. Uh-oh. Go. Go, top Man. 12. <laughs> I mean, hey, I'm, I'm just, like, I'm looking back, David Bakari was taken in the fourth round in 2013. Yeah. Fourth round. Oh, yeah. And a guy that's an all-pro tackle now, like, damn. <laughs> I mean, it happens, man. 
They find uh, these GMs and these scouting departments just find these guys. I mean, they they they're they're drafting Tyree Kill in 2016 out of West Alabama. Yeah. So I mean, I feel like sometimes you just kind of get lucky. So James Bradbury went to Samford, not Stanford. Samford, S-A-M. I think I'm. Yeah, <laughs> I do. I Samford. remember. Speaking of 2013, you want to talk about two really funny like rookies of the year? 2013, the, D, the defensive rookie was Sheldon Richardson. That's a name drop. Uh oh. But you want? Do you know who the offensive rookie of the year was? Uh, in 2013, hold on. I'm gonna. I could give you a position if it helps. It's not sure. a quarterback. Sure. Any position. It's a running back. Running back. 2013. Rookie running back in 2013. You gotta get. What is it? I'll give you a hint. He he had similar issues that Leonard Fournette had when he came into camp. Is it Eddie Lacy? Yep. It was Eddie Lacy yes. that won it. That's actually looking at yes. that draft. That's another draft Alabama. where there wasn't quarterbacks taken. Green Bay Do you Packers. know who the first quarterback off the board was? 2013? Yeah. Um, no, and I remember that draft being heavy offensive line early. Yeah, it was Eric Fisher, Luke Jokel, who flopped, Lane Johnson, mm. Jonathan Cooper. Those were all in the top ten. Yeah, three. Uh, oh, yeah. that is a terrible draft. Who oh, was the man. first quarterback? So it was EJ Manuel. Oh, my God. No, it wasn't. This draft was pretty bad. No, I swear to God. 16. Wow. Yeah. This and is a pretty bad no draft. Other... Eric Fisher. Because Gino, Gino was the next quarterback taken, right? But not until second round. Yeah, Gino was, was early picked, second round. Yeah, he was picked 39 with the Jets. This yeah, is a this terrible was, draft. Um... I'm just looking at this draft. No, right there's now. a couple. Wow. No, no, there's a couple guys. No, there's a, there's a couple guys. But like, if you're talking about like. Like, there's I mean, a lot of people in the first round that I've never even heard. I mean, DeAndre Hopkins is there. Cordero Patterson's there. Zach Ertz is there. Darius Slay. Okay, Cordero Patterson was never, like, great, though. Yeah, but no, Cordero Patterson was yeah, – what are you talking about? He's like a four-time he All-Pro. Yeah, well, yeah, on special teams. Okay, he's a four-time All-Pro. <laughs> I mean, four-time first-team All-Pro. Yeah, but so you're going to sit there and tell me that, that, that you, you would use – Three times, excuse me, three times second team All Pro. He's a seven time All Pro, Robert. So you're, but you're telling me that you would take a special teams guy in the first round. They took him at 29th. It was, it was. He's a seven time All Pro. What more do you <laughs> want him to do? Seven different saying, times. The Associated like, Press writers voted him onto an All Pro team. First of all, the writers suck. So and he's 31. But he's 31 years I'm old. Just, okay, I'm just saying, looking at the draft. Like, the amount of busts there are. Like, Travis Kelsey, third round. Like Eddie Lacy. you got D. Milner, Tavon Austin, Bavargas Mingo was never playing Bessel. Like, Luke Jokel was obviously a fucking joke himself. I don't know I'm going down. The, you got, hold on. You got Keenan, 376. Well, I mean, Darius Slay and Zach Ertz were taken in the second round. Monte Teo's girl, Monte Teo without his girlfriend. <laughs> Did you, you almost said Monte Teo's girlfriend? I said Monte. I was in a joke. It's Monte Teo's girlfriend joke. Le'Veon Bell. Who, I didn't you know, see that documentary great. yet. Neither have I. Kiko Alonso was pretty good for a while. Brian Jensen, sixth round. Eddie Lacy was like really good for a little bit. Le'Veon Bell. Matthew, we forgot. Le'Veon forgot Bell. He was there. I know. Would you? I forgot. How did you Taron Armstead was there. You Tyron say Tyron. It's Matthew. No, Matthew just sounds cooler though. No, there's no sh- No, you definitely screwed it up. You definitely are trying to like. I always like, say Tyron Matthew because it just sounds cool. I was going to say, Tyron Matthew has been like very known since we were like 15. Yeah, because he was nasty on LSU. 
Yeah. Then he got caught smoking weed, right? And then he got and then he I thought just, it was worse than that. I thought he was doing coke. I don't know. I don't remember. That was so long ago. He still ended up having a good career. I mean, he's, you know, oh, yeah, still yeah. in the he's league. Still, oh, yeah. Kyle Juszczyk was taken in the fourth round of that year. And Marcus. Oh, no, that's the wrong Marcus. Not, a more, <laughs> not bad. Kenny Stills. Um, Kyle Juszczyk, Juszczyk out of a Harvard. Uh-oh. Six-time Pro Bowler. But Tavius Murray, for being a six-round draft reading pick, Wikipedia had a very pages. solid. Tavius Murray had a very solid career for being a six-round draft pick. Yeah, it was about. I had him on my fantasy team, I think, multiple times. Yeah, I can, well, I can tell you the amount of times good. I started him on. He was very good on the like, one hand. Wasn't, didn't he have a really good year on the Saints one year? Uh, he was okay. Uh, he didn't have like a crazy good year. I mean, you know, six round pick. He went for a thousand seven, like basically eight hundred, eight fifty. Uh, yeah, that's, that's pretty solid. The um, the twenty eleven draft is good. You want to hear that? I would. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so luck. Okay. Um, okay, yeah. Matt Khalil. Right. Okay, for it was pretty good for a while. Uh, Tannehill. You said twenty. You said twenty eleven. Twenty eleven. Tannehill. I mean, still a starter. Luke Kuechly, Stephon so Gilmore, Fletcher Cox. Uh, oh, I'm going twenty twelve. Excuse me. Um, okay, yeah, I screwed that up. Janoris Jenkins, Alshon Jeffrey, Bobby Wagner Quentin. too. I'm just looking Quentin Cobbles. Yikes. Kalachi Osamelli, <clears throat> former Jet, kind yep. of falling out with them. But yep. is he still in the league? No. I have no clue. Nah. He was with the Chiefs in 2020. Did you say Tremaine Johnson? No. Tremaine I don't Johnson, think I did. It was really good. Olivier Vernon. There we go. Olivier Vernon, yeah. Tremaine Johnson absolutely fleeced the Jets for money. Hey, Nick Foles was taken in the third round. So is T.Y. Uh, Hilton. Kirk Cousins in the fourth. Yeah, they drafted two quarterbacks. Washington did. <laughs> they drafted RG3. Yeah. And then they drafted Kirk yeah. Cousins in the fourth round. I mean, hey, round. it kind of worked out for them. Like, besides... RG3 getting injured, but... I mean, did it really work out for them? I mean, Cousins... <laughs> cousins left, yeah. Cousins, wasn't that cousins, cousins left. Not left. They didn't want him back after he was starting to be better. I mean, he, he's had better years in Put some, put uh, some respect on, on Kirk Cousins. All right. I, I put respect on Kirk Cousins' name more than anybody. I love Kirk Cousins. I put respect on Kirk Cousins' name more. I've been a Kirk Cousins shooter for years. I, 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 yeah, no, I, I fucking, I like Kirk Cousins a lot. He is, and he, he, and he gets the bag because every he year he, he signs a new, he, every year he somehow lands a new extension that is fully guaranteed 35 million. I don't get he, how he you does respect it. the guy that just gets that bag. Like, he just gets just really have to. He just gets, he's gotten like, he just, um, well, he signed with Minnesota originally, then he signed an extension and then he signed an extension, I think this past off season, right? He just yeah. keeps getting fully no, guaranteed money. I don't think it was an extension. I think it was like I, I thought it. Cha- Let me just look it up. He gets he gets the bag, bro. He gets the bag, and like you just have to respect that. Like absolute bag getter, and he's good. Oh, and one uh, Alfred Morris was taken after Greg Zerloin. That's pretty cool. Oh, so no, so Kirk's and in between a one year extension in twenty twenty. So he will make so the one year extension for thirty five mil guaranteed. Wait, the supplemental draft twenty twelve. One pick, Uh-oh. Josh Gordon. <laughs> was it actually? Yeah. That's actually mad funny. Josh Gordon, Baylor wide receiver. He just got cut <gasps> by uh, the Chiefs, yeah. I think he's visiting the Titans, though. I think he's visiting the Titans, though. I do need a receiver. I think I saw that. Since they're allegedly not starting Traylon Burks, that's what they say. Huh. 
figure out who the Giants are uh, facing week one. So, Do any last... Do they even have uh, cornerbacks? <laughs> no, there are none. The Giants made four waiver claims, and three of them are defensive backs. Because yeah. they didn't have any experience on the defensive in the defensive backfield, and all the other ones that they, they didn't want anymore. They 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 knew they knew that they were very very thin in the secondary, mm-hmm. and they knew that a bad and um a, uh, inexperienced secondary was going to be a disaster with Wick Martindale's blitz heavy defense because they know that they're going to rely if they're going to throw all these exotic blitz packages at different quarterbacks. They need to have a. They need to rely on their uh, the defensive backfield to execute man coverage. And if they're an inexperienced defensive backfield, that's like a recipe for disaster. So they knew all that going in, and they still decided to cut one, two, three, four, five defensive backs and put them on the practice squad. Yeah, they knew they were screwed at that spot, and they were like, they still took five defensive backs, said goodbye practice squad though. Like that was well, you may be making a lot of calls. So, so they have they have guys who they have a Dory Jackson who they're paying 13 million a year, I think. And then they have not a whole lot of experience besides that. Rodarius Williams is is in his uh, his second year. Darnie Holmes is third. Uh, Aaron Robinson is second. Cordell Flott's a rookie. So they have no experience and they still decided to cut five defensive backs because they didn't want any of them. Yeah, and then yeah. Taking, and then that'll be an interesting pin-up. secondary to watch uh, play this year. Yeah, I think it's gonna. I I I don't have any. I don't have high expectations at all for the Giants' defense, just because I think that secondary is a young secondary is a um an inexperienced secondary at least is a recipe for disaster. Yeah. In that yeah. Uh, that's, that type that's of gonna defense. be tough. It's uh, like watching the Jets secondary last year. <laughs> have fun. Um. All right. Any any last thoughts before we get out of here? Already been offered over an hour. Yeah, Look at no, us. I think think I'm all set. Look we at us just productive, BSing uh, about fans about at pre- previous NFL drafts. About NFL draft Wikipedia pages. I've been reading I've been reading Wikipedia for the last thirty minutes. That was on Pro Football Reference or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so but no, I'm all set. Nothing else their for own. Me, I guess. All right, so um, talk next week. Little preview: Giants game, Jets game. We finally got meaningful football coming up. Um, who knows yep. how many games these, how many meaningful games these two teams will play throughout the year, but at least week one is always meaningful in its own way. So looking forward to that. But if you're still, uh, listening to us now, thank you so much for, uh, tuning in today to episode 116 of the Wide Right Podcast. As always, follow us on Twitter at Ryan Honey, E-S-N-Y, and at Robert Lettinen. Uh, listen to and subscribe to the Wide Right Podcast and Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, or ever. In the world, you get your podcast. Thanks, Rob, as always, for coming on the program, and uh, talk to you guys soon.